it's really interesting to see uh, how sometimes small steps can make a very, very big impact. So if I can help, I am happy. <laughs> Welcome to On The Mission with Norwex Learning Network. I'm Amy Kadora. I created this show to help raise awareness about issues that can impact our quality of life, including harmful chemicals, plastic pollution, and sustainability. We'll also explore the simple changes that you can make to improve you, your families, and the planet's health. Today, I'm so happy to be talking with Monica Vila, the CEO and founder of Give Back Box. A self-described problem solver, Monica was inspired to start the program back in 2012 after an encounter with a homeless man who needed a pair of shoes. As an online shoe retailer with a warehouse full of cardboard boxes, she came up with a groundbreaking solution that would not only encourage the donation of clothing and household items for people in need, but would also help keep those items and cardboard box waste out of landfills. With donations of 80 to 90,000 boxes per month, the program is having an incredible impact and the numbers just keep growing. All right, I'm so excited to um, be sharing today with our guest, Monica Vila. She is actually the founder of Give Back Box. And uh, Monica, our uh, team has been so excited to learn more about this program. Um, it's It's just incredible what you and your team are able to do. Can you walk us through a little bit of the history? I did read about it on your website, um, but would just love to hear your story about how you were doing one thing and, you know, by by some movement of the universe, you came across this person and then it sounds like that just changed your whole your whole trajectory. Yes. Uh, yes. Thank you, Amy, for having me. That's first. It's a pleasure. Of course. And uh, yes, so basically what the Give Back Box is, is really um, a tool and ability given to people to help others with a very efficient and simple way. So basically, when you buy online something, you can reuse the shipping box you just received from your favorite online store, and you can put inside the shipping box your old clothes, shoes, any, any item which you not longer need it. You go on our website, you print a free shipping label, and you can mail that donation to charity for free from comfort of your home. So that's basically the first tool. Every time when you get something new, give something back, that's the kind of um, very simple idea behind it. And how I come up with this is um, kind of interesting story because I love online shopping. I always did. I'm like crazy person about shoes. I have so many shoes that it's even scary to <laughs> admit. <laughs> so, you know, as a crazy online shopper, I was always have this like little guilt that, hey, I'm buying again and again and again, and maybe that's not okay to do it. So um, very soon I, when I come to United States, I start my own, my first company, which was online store with shoes, you know, follow the addiction. <laughs> <laughs> and I was looking for a solution, how I can get my guilt off from constant shopping and also help my customers to do something for other people while they're buying shoes, right? But I kind of couldn't figure out how I can help. And I was doing a research, you know, what other companies do and um, just couldn't 
click like how I can help people with buying more shoes. <laughs> it will just make no sense. So one day I used to live in Chicago at that time. And one day I was walking on the street and I saw a homeless person on the street holding a sign that says, I need shoes. And it was for me like one of those moments when you just stop and say, hey, wait a minute, like I have thousands of shoes. I could help this man, but I'm selling only women's shoes. But this uh, incident was so profound that I go home and like my heart was really like bombing. And I said, I need to do something about this. So next day I wake up and literally I have this whole plan already in head put together that every time when I'm going to ship shoes my, to my customers, I will give them inside the shipping box a little message about that they can now reuse this shipping box and put inside the box their old clothes and shoes, which they don't longer need, and then send it back to a charity. So this is the way how this all started and how this crazy idea, which you see right now, come to existence. <laughs> Well, I love the story. And, and you know, one of the things um, I think I read on your website was the millions of, you know, tons of shoes and clothing and other textiles that we end up giving away every year, even this time of year, right? We're always yes. really uh, around the holidays trying to in some ways, make room for new stuff that comes in, but we're giving it away. And so many of that doesn't really get to a good destination. It ends up in the landfill. So I think yeah. that, you know, that's a wonderful, really a wonderful benefit of what you're doing as well. Um, really, hopefully encouraging people to upcycle or find a new home, a new destination yes. for those things, right? Yes, that's the, you know, the, the best solution is, this was kind of... Mm, very interesting journey also to see and to look and to do kind of investigation into what's actually happening. You know, when I come, I'm originally from Poland. So when I come to America, it seems to me like, oh, my God, like what an amazing land of abundance of everything. But very soon I realized that something is really wrong because on the one side we have all the rich people and everyone, even not rich, have a full basement of stuff when they never use and they have all the Christmas gifts and all the stuff that they never use. And then on the other side, we have this homeless population and people who are struggling and they on the food stamps. So it seems to me that something is really, really off. And, you know, I decided that if I can just help people to move some of those resources from left to right or right to left, it's my actual help. And be solution because in a lot of cases uh, we have the resources to help people it's just they just not in the place where they're supposed to be or it's sometimes it's something little bit on the way to to actually do the impact so it's it's really interesting to see uh, how sometimes small steps can make a very very big impact so if I can help I am happy <laughs> right You're, you know and you, we say that a lot too at Norwex that even small steps that you might think aren't having an impact, they really are having an impact. So I, I totally agree with you there. Yeah. Have you noticed that, um, you know, especially with the time that we're in with social distancing, of course, I'm assuming even more online ordering, certainly for yes. me, has been happening. Um, and have you been hearing from your partners, even the charitable partners, that there's more of a need for these donations than ever? Does it feel like the need has gone up for donations as well of clothing and shoes and that types of, those types of things? I, 
Yes, but I think uh, what's really beautiful about this um, whole COVID situation is that uh, the need for donation is one thing, but what I love about this whole uh, bad situation is that the people really start thinking about, okay, how I can help. And when people were sitting home, you know, when you kind of detach from day-to-day circle of life, work, uh, you know, dinner, children, school, you kind of like... Uh, have a second look on your life and for a lot of people they come up to this conclusion that you know what maybe I should do more for others and maybe I should do more help so what I seeing it's the one thing is charities obviously always have and they always need but for a no- for a normal person who are never thought about something to do something about it or help others now all of a sudden the situation put them in a new viewpoint that, you know what, I can do something about this and I can help and I can, you know, make a difference. And maybe I can finally clean this basement and maybe I can finally clean this closet. And you know what, hey, maybe I actually don't need so many stuff. So this is kind of very interesting to see that people, uh, you know, sometimes the bad experiences bring us closer and together. And this is is what I observe. It's like the really interesting and beautiful thing because it's, uh, we actually see, in life, the important values, you know, not just going to work and, you know, live in this automatic mechanism, which for most people been like that, right? Right. No, you're, you're totally right. And I was thinking as you were talking that so often we hear that a large percent of our population is one, maybe two paychecks away from being yeah. in at a poverty level in terms yeah. of their income. So, especially now um, that that I'm sure is affecting even more people. So I love yeah. that we can have an impact where people, you know, your program helps people just to think a little bit more and yeah. to um, uh, to spread the good in the world and try to help out. I, I love that about it. Yes. Yes. And, you know, the, the consequences of COVID we're going to see for the next couple of years. So, you know, we kind of, this is just the beginning of the, I think big, bigger disaster coming after, so more and more people going to need help. So I think programs like this and willingness people to help, it's super, super important at that time because we're going to need it. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. Tell me a little bit about how you get uh, the charities, how you actually have kind of set this up, because I know certainly when we were talking about, hey, you know, we have we have operations in Malaysia and in Europe and Australia. Do you have... Uh, you know, is the program in those countries? And then I know I didn't realize, I mean, it's not an easy thing to try to coordinate this in global markets. Can you just walk us through a little bit of of that process? It's like a dance, you know? (laughs) Yeah, so it is uh, is easy and not easy. It's really take a lot of of parties to agree to work together, right? And we kind of like this middle middle man and this middle component between the brands and the charity and the donor and the logistics and everyone who want to help come together and we organize this in the way that it can work. It's not easy and there is always an issues and there is like, for example, when the COVID hit, we have all of a sudden all the charities uh, get closed and we still have, a, we need to have place to ship the donations. So that was like one of the 
biggest challenges to still make the program available. And then all of a sudden, all the charities are closed. So we've been for a while, the only way how people can donate in the whole America. So the increase of donations was massive. And also there was no place to ship them. So <laughs> that's kind of give you idea what kind of problems you can come up, which sometimes you don't even know. But um, it's really... Um, I like this because I like I'm the problem solver. So every time when the problem come, I like really eating them for breakfast, and I really love it. So it's been it's been interesting journey. But in terms of new countries, it's always when we go to new country, there is always we always start from a charity partners and to see how the charity uh, market operates because it's in United States, it's deep, totally different than in Europe. So, and totally different than in Australia. So the first thing it's always the charity and then we look for the charity partner we can work together with. And then from that, we're looking for logistics companies. And then from that, we're looking for a first brand to, to launch, right? So that's the, um, that's the kind of cycle how this all is organized. And, um, now, because of COVID, like Australia was on our list to launch for really, really soon, but the COVID really slowed down all the situation because you simply cannot even go there. <laughs> so <laughs> it has little complications, but uh, I um, I don't want to say have hope, but uh, I assume that the situation improved very soon. So right. we're going to continue to expand to those other markets, right? Gotcha. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. It, it, you think it's an easy process and then you learn more and you go, that is, it's, it's, it makes what you've done even more extraordinary. So. Yeah, so it's a lot, there is a lot of, it looks very, very easy on the surface, which right. was my intention, but when you <laughs> just go on the other side, it's a lot of gray hairs. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> totally understand that. So, okay, once, um, just a few kind of um, tactical questions. Um, when someone is wanting to donate, they don't have to use, in this case, a Norwex box, no. do they? They no. can use any box. Any box, yes. Any box, it's fine. That's the purpose. Mm -hmm. Great. And once the charitable organization gets the box, because the box is picked up, I mean, this is part of that yeah. problem solving. Mm -hmm. It's actually picked up at someone's home. Yes. Uh, by in the U.S., I think it's UPS. UPS, USPS. Yes, we work with all carriers, whatever is there. Yes. Right. So in each country, um, with the carrier, it gets delivered. Do you know what happens to the box once it gets to the the charitable? I assume they recycle it, or do they end up yes. reusing it, or how does that? All the boxes are recycled. So each charity who working with us, they just have recycling programs in place. So every single box is recycled. So going back to made another box out of it, basically. Gotcha. Gotcha. Do you happen to know how many boxes or pounds of clothing and textiles have been donated through your program today? Yes, we do have these numbers. I don't have these numbers right now in front of me. That's the big <laughs> things. Now we're just collecting the 2020 numbers, which are going to be really, really big. So each yeah. year we kind of double the year than we done it before. So the program mm -hmm. really, really... Wow grow um grow like crazy we probably do right now about 80 to ninety thousand boxes a month so that's really big uh, big number yes <laughs> that's huge oh my gosh yeah so that's you know if you if you think that the, each box have i don't know have found it's really easy to calculate how much mm -hmm. carbon cardboard box, uh, cardboard it's uh, take out of the landfill and each box average have 15 pounds of donations so it's kind of gets you very uh, easy to calculate how much uh, the impact is. Let's just look at this. Let's say, yeah, it's 1,350,000 pounds of textile 
annually that's what we can assume so wow. there is some impact in it <laughs> huge huge that's yes. amazing that's just amazing again i get excited when we we hear those kinds of numbers that just in you know little individual actions can have that that's yeah. amazing and you know like uh which is very 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 interesting in this program which i like it's uh there is a lot of programs of recycling textiles like okay right. just give us our clothes and we recycle we will make a uh, I don't know, roof fillings out of them, which is right. very, very good. But, you know, I believe that the, every piece of cloth should be wear and use as a piece of cloth as long as it's possible. So mm -hmm. when you have a Levi's jeans, it's better idea to wear them as a jeans as long as, as you can. And then when they actually not, no longer in use, you can make a filling out of them. So what right. I like about the charities we're working with is they always try to put this clothes or put these textiles in the circulation as they are. So if this is a, you know, towel or sheet or clothes, it should be like this for as long as it's possible. And then when it's really, really wear out, we can do it recycle. So I, when I work with charities, I always make sure that the first step it's someone else going to wear those clothes. Mm -hmm. And that's always mm -hmm. we ask our donors to put the clothes which are still in good quality because we're not doing recycle out of them. Yes, we keep them from landfills, right. but we extend dramatically the life cycle of the product. So right. that is really important for me to be on that side. So every single piece of clothes can be still a dress and still mm -hmm. a pants for as long as it's possible, right? Right. And, and you know, what you're saying, I think, really makes me think about buying high quality yes. clothing. And instead of buying necessarily as much trendy clothing, Absolutely. buying that high quality that can last a long time. And even when I'm done with it, it still has life in it to go to the next person, right? Yes, yes. So the way how like I do it is I buy a lot of quality things and one trendy item per season. So when oh, you have one trendy idea. item, you still have feel like you right. own it, but the right. basic items are good quality. So that's, that would be the ideal scene, but- uh, I like that. Um, yeah, but I still like shopping, so. <laughs> <laughs> it is hard, I know. Yeah, that that's actually, um, I, I love that as a as a takeaway for our audience. Yeah. Say, hey, maybe maybe this is the year where you buy less, but you buy high quality, yes. and you buy that trendy item for each season just to kind of, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, to feel better, like you're still feel there. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, well, I so appreciate you taking the time today. I know you're quite busy. Um, with, your, with your business. So I so appreciate you doing that and appreciate you being um, the problem solver that you are because that has made such an impact um, obviously to your customers, to those that are being donated to. Um, I know that uh, our consultants and our customers um, are, are going to love to hear about this and, and now they can actually be a part of it. So appreciate awesome. you and your team very much. Thank you guys, you, because without you, this will not work. <laughs> Absolutely. Working together. Definitely working yes, together. Yes, yes. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please be sure to share with friends and family and don't forget to follow and subscribe.